Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Blister Podcast on the Blister Podcast Network. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. Okay, today we are doing something rather different here. If any of you listened to our Gear 30 podcast conversation that I had with our reviewer, Drew Kelly, that went up this past Friday. Well, at the end of that episode, Drew and I were talking about the James Webb Space Telescope. Now, I know a lot of people are talking about this these days, and they should be, because this is incredible. And the more that I am learning about all of this, the more incredible it all seems to be. So what we're doing here today is we're actually just going to re-air the brief conversation that I had with Drew at the end of our Gear 30 conversation. And then I want to give you one article and one other podcast that I would highly recommend checking out. So the hour, you know, that you normally devote to a blister podcast, use that time to go listen to this other podcast and check out this article. So we'll say more about that in the outro of this episode. And the reason I wanted to re-air my conversation with Drew, to be honest, it's a little embarrassing. I mean, Drew and I are both really struggling to try to find words and put into perspective the images that the James Webb Telescope has produced. But I think that many people around the world are struggling to find the right words and put this into perspective. And so it feels actually quite honest and appropriate to, yeah, well, subject ourselves to the kind of real-time attempt to work out what, in fact, we are seeing and what this might mean going forward. So just another word on that for now. I still feel like the images that are coming back from the James Webb Space Telescope This is about as close to something like magic as maybe I've ever seen in my life. You know, I certainly am no expert, but I suspect that like a lot of you, I've been trying to read and listen and learn as much as I can about what's going on here. And I think it really does seem like we are about to enter a new chapter where what we know about the universe is really about to accelerate And I think that is going to have a whole lot of ramifications for how we think of ourselves and our own individual lives and how to put into perspective humankind's place in the cosmos, something like that. Okay, so anyway, without further ado, here is Drew Kelly and me attempting in real time to try to put some of this into words We are more or less effective, probably less, but I want to kind of have captured again this attempt to work out this incredibly exciting moment in time. So here you go. And then again, in our outro, I'll have a few recommendations for some other pieces for you to check out. All right, I'm going to have you join me here for our weekly segment on what we're celebrating because there can only be one thing possible that we could be celebrating this week. Yes. And this would be the images 
and the findings that are coming back from the James Webb telescope. Why don't you talk for a minute and I'll kind of chime in here, but folks, this is straight up maybe the coolest thing ever in history. Let's just, we'll kind of throw the gauntlet down there. Your turn. I I can't disagree with you. I mean, like I was unexpectedly like moved to tears by these images. And I feel like usually I can put a finger on why something is emotional. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know why just looking at this like image on my phone, but it was pretty powerful um, and just speaks to... I, I, I don't even know is kind of the thing yeah. in that like maybe, you know, blandly like how small this one little yeah. planet is of ours. But yeah, and I, I'm not even necessarily someone that's like very inspired by the money going into space research and space travel and all that. But this was these were really powerful for me. Hmm. I've got a thought about what is powerful and or amazing. And when I say like maybe the most incredible thing that's ever happened in human history, the James Webb telescope has evidently sent back images that are from the past, <laughs> like 13 billion years ago. Like we're in full sort of space time continuum bending stuff like you know there's those people <laughs> who like we have the flat earthers right they're like yeah the earth's not round <laughs> and then there's people that are like mankind never set foot on the moon that was all faked if we were gonna talk about probabilities of anything ever being faked the notion that this week we are looking at images of galaxies that are images that were there 13 billion years ago. What is happening right now? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but like, how can like none of us be able to understand like our tax system? But we just put something in outer space that is sending back images of the galaxy that what we're seeing took place 13 billion years ago. The levels of what's possible here seem way off. Is that, so is that true of everything that we see in space though? Cause of the speed of light? No, I don't, I don't think everything. Okay. I don't think everything. No, I mean, definitely not everything. I mean, we can, we have sent, you know, ships into space that can turn around and take, an incredibly high fidelity picture of the earth and get that back to us pretty quickly. Let's, yeah. I'll just leave it as pretty quickly since I am definitely not a, you know, scientist. Amateur. Yeah. Astrologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm not that. So one, as you already pointed to, I mean, we are seeing much clearer images of things than we've ever seen. That I think is very much, making it clearer than ever before, like, again, how tiny the earth is. When you look at a photo that's kind of, apologies for the word, but like littered with images of stars and galaxies, fully mind-bending. Yeah, I'll be curious to see where the science goes with this too, because yeah. I think my impression is that the scientists are also fully mind-bending melted melted yeah still at this point so like after it 
passes this initial stage, which I don't know if it ever will, but like, yeah, what, what knowledge do we gain from this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is truly astonishing and it's funny in this conversation, we've spent a lot of time talking about like walking up mountains and sometimes where you are literally focused on every single little step that you are making. Right. And then thanks to the James Webb telescope, we have zoomed out unimaginably far. And I love that. Right. And I think we kind of need both of those things in our lives. Like those of us who go outdoors and run or ski or bike or whatever we do to have that ability to go back and forth between that incredible focus on what is literally right in front of us. And then (laughs) to have access to images of an unfathomable scope. Well, literally unfathomable because we still don't have images of the whole thing. Not even sure if that's possible at any point in human history where we'll be like, we found the outlines of it all. Wild. Maybe it's just reassuring in a way to know that there is infinite knowledge to be had out there. Well, I like it. And later tonight, I'm going to raise a glass of some 15-year-old Whistlepig whiskey. I've still got to get a workout in and some other things to wrap up on this day. But tonight, I am raising my glass to everyone involved in the building of and the launching of and the operation of the James Webb Telescope and the incredible images that we are fortunate enough to be alive to see. Good stuff. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, well, that was Drew and me. Pretty excited, but fairly inarticulately trying to put some of this into perspective. By the way, if you haven't listened to that full episode with Drew, you should. It was a very interesting conversation. Also, I realize I actually failed to provide a score for Drew at the end of that episode. So for you diehard Gear 30 fans, I don't know. I think Drew got an 88 out of 12 questions. And to be very honest with you, I don't really know how to score that or what that means, but Drew, good job. You got an 88 off of 12 questions, I think. But if somebody checks my math, it's probably not 88. I don't know. Anyway, more importantly, back to James Webb. So two things I want you to check out. The Daily Podcast just ran a fantastic conversation that goes into a whole lot more detail about how the James Webb Space Telescope came to be, how long of a project that has been, and how incredible it is that this thing made it a million miles out into space and is actually functioning. So we will include links to that podcast in the show notes of this episode. Please do yourselves a favor and check that out. Now, one other article that I came across, and I love this. It was written by Lee Phillips and published on the website Ars Technica. And what I love about this is that this article was published in March of 2016. So over six years ago. So I think if you listen to the daily podcast that just came out, and then you go back and you read this article that came out over six years ago, 
it will help drive home what a process and what a project this whole James Webb Space Telescope thing has been. So anyway, that's your assignment. And again, I think this is wildly exciting stuff. I do think that the ramifications of this are going to be significant, and I cannot wait to see what else we learn. So here's to celebrating an incredible moment for all mankind. I hope you all are as excited as I am. And if you are coming across excellent articles or other conversations, go ahead and share those with me too, because I'm trying to get my hands on all the best stuff uh, to learn as much as I can here. So anyway, interesting times, certainly exciting times, and I hope you're excited too. And so that brings us to the end of this unusual edition of the Blister Podcast. I want to say thanks to Taylor Ahern for producing this episode. And from all of us on the Blister team, please take good care of yourselves and everybody else. And we'll be talking to you again real soon.